Let's go position by position, breaking down the Arizona football offense. And if we have time, let's get to some defense as well on Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You're listening to Locked On Wild. You're listening to Locked On Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, got a lot to get to this show. We have, football is right around the corner. I know we've been talking about conference realignment. We've been talking about a bunch of different things, but we're going to get to the most important stuff that's going on right now, and that is Arizona football. And let's start off with the quarterback position. All right. Anybody that watched Arizona last year, you know that the quarterback position was somewhat of a, I don't want to say comedy of errors, but it didn't inspire a ton of confidence. I think that's, uh, I think that's a fair way of putting it. Now, looking, at, looking across the board then at this squad, you bring in the Pac-12 freshman of the year in Jaden Delora at quarterback, and that obviously is a major improvement over where you were last year at this point. Keep in mind, last year at this point, you had Gunnar Cruz, you had Will Plummer. That's not ideal. You've got now a guy in uh, in Jaden Delora, who is the Pac-12 freshman of the year, threw for you know almost uh, three thousand yards, thirty almost thirty t- or twenty-five touchdowns, and was just one of the better quarterbacks in the conference last year. And there's a lot to like about his game. Mainly, he can get the ball out quickly. And on top of getting the ball out quickly, he also has the capacity to get the uh, to get basically everybody involved. Football looks like it comes naturally to him, and that is obviously an incredibly important thing when you're looking at the offensive side of the football in the quarterback position. So that should be he should he's going to be your game one starter. He should be. If everything goes well, he should be your starter for the entire season, and I think Arizona fans should be excited that you have somebody in place like Delora. Okay, now, looking at the other positions then, you've got Jordan McLeod, who last year was one of the better, was probably the best quarterback on the team. You know, I think some people got a little bit ahead of themselves, but I think the most important thing is is that this was a team, this was a unit that, was uh, you know was able to move the ball under McLeod. He turned the ball over way too much, but you could at least see the vision of Jed Fish when he had a competent quarterback behind center, and that's certainly what the case was with McLeod. Now, he obviously suffered a gruesome injury at the end of last season. He's going to be coming back, though, and by all accounts, he should be good to go. Well, that's certainly what you're hoping for if you're a University of Arizona fan, because he'd be a great long-term backup and a guy that would I think would fit in very nicely with the other guy right there, and that's Noah Fafita. Now, Noah Fafita is an interesting guy because you got to remember he's five foot eight. He's not a big dude, and he's five foot eight. He's not a huge dude, and but football looks like it comes somewhat naturally to him. He gets he gets the game in a ways that uh, a lot of people just don't. He's able to fling the ball across the field. He's got a big arm. There's certainly nothing wrong with his arm strength. Um, he understands where quarterbacks are going. 
He understands, or excuse me, where wide receivers are going. And he already seemingly has a pretty good connection with all of these guys. Again, you don't put up the kind of numbers that he put up without having a, you know, an understanding of the quarterback position. And that's certainly something that uh, Noah Fifid brings to the table. He and uh, it would be a massive upset if either he or Jordan McLeod weren't your starting or backup quarterback when the time does come, come. Uh, you know, the the beginning of the season. And I think at some point, barring injury, Noah Fafita is going to be one of your starting quarterbacks. He's got that kind of potential to him. And uh, we'll find out. But again, all signs point to a pretty good, pretty good position unit right there for Arizona. Now, looking at the running back position, you got about four guys that are in play right now. Drake Anderson is obviously back for another year at the U of A. Um, he's, he's only a junior. About 195 pounds, runs a lot harder than that size would uh, certainly indicate. He's again at about five, you know, at about 195 pounds, 5'10. Um, not real elusive, but he can get some tough yards for you. He still, though, doesn't feel necessarily like a feature back to me. He feels like a guy that's more of a, you know, more of a a, a down and distance type that can get you some carries, but if you're giving him 25 carries a game, probably not optimal. Michael Wiley at the running back position also kind of kind of falls into that same category, I believe, that he's pretty athletic. Um, he certainly flashed under Kevin Sumlin last year. I mean, excuse me, two years ago, which is absolutely crazy to think about that he flashed that somebody flashed under Kevin Sumlin, but that's certainly what happened. He's, you know, he he showed showed some wiggle, showed some maneuverability that I don't think that a lot of people out there uh, uh, knew that he had. So he comes back. There's some. There's a lot of expectations for him this past year, and he didn't didn't have a huge season, obviously. Um, there's more competition here, but you also do wonder and you hope that maybe that second year in the system will make things a little bit easier for him. I think that's certainly what U of A, uh, the U of A coaching staff is hoping for. But Wiley probably falls into a little bit of that Drake Anderson situation where he's probably more of a probably more of a what. Uh, I don't want to say a one-trick pony, but he's more of uh, probably five to six, seven carries a game. Another guy that's a little bit smaller, but who knows? He does have a little bit more potential if he can, especially if he can hold on to the football. And I don't necessarily put him in that Drake Anderson class, but I think there's something there to him. I think they both can be contributors, just not necessarily sure that they're starters. Okay. Then you look at. Uh, then you're going to look at a couple other guys. You got Jonah Coleman. Now, Jonah Coleman is the player that I think if you're Arizona, you're hoping can win that position because he's young, obviously, but at the same stage, he's 210 pounds. He's very, he's very well put together for a kid that kid that age and that size. If you're Arizona, I think that you want him to win that position. Now, I don't know. I don't know that that's necessarily going to happen. Because he is young, there's a lot to pick up from a blitz scheming perspective, all kinds of stuff. But I think that it's realistic to at least hope that he can maybe become that guy midway through the season. And who knows, sometimes when guys like that take that running back spot, they don't really look back. And Jonah Coleman, again, pretty well put together kid. Uh, the coaching staff's obviously impressed by him because they certainly showed 
a lot of flashes this past year. And when you show flashes, when you show that the ability that you have, it becomes a little bit easier, I think, at that point to be able to, you know, give the have the coaches take a little bit, give you a little bit of leeway. So if you're Coleman, you're hoping that that's the case. Then the other one is DJ Williams. Now, DJ Williams of Florida State transfer started out at Auburn. Um, you take him because, again, it's not like you have a loaded backfield, but I also don't know what to really expect from him. I could see him being good. I could also see him just kind of being a middle-of-the-road type player as well. Generally, guys that have been to three schools, on that third school, you kind of wonder why didn't you contribute at the others. Again, it's Florida State. It's Auburn. It's a little bit different. So you certainly take DJ Williams, but who knows exactly where that one's going to land right there but another guy that's obviously got some serious potential. All right, now, moving over to the wide receiver position right there, and that's where it gets very, very interesting because this was a unit last year that struggled to get open, struggled to get guys who were, you know, quite frankly, capable of making plays. That shouldn't be the case this coming season because it's pretty much a revamped unit. Now, coming back, you've got Dorian Singer, Texas transfer who at about, you know, six foot 195, not a burner, not a break the top off the defense type guy, but physically very well put together and can get open. He's uh, some cor- some wide receivers just have that ability to get open. He's got that. And by the end of the year, he was pretty much the best player in the, uh, he was pretty much the best wide receiver in that conference right there. I mean, not the conference, on the team. And you're hoping that he can build off that if you're Arizona. But there's going to be a lot of competition in that. And let's, you know, get to some of those names. First, you got Jacob Cowing coming in. Um, He's not exactly a secret. He was one of the biggest transfer names on the market. He's about 5'11 or so, probably about 180. Last year, he caught for about 1,400 yards at UTEP. Seven touchdowns. And with... The capacity that he has to get open, whether that's intermediate or long, and having a good quarterback play in uh, in progress right there, you could really be looking at something big. Um, I think that he certainly he certainly looks like the type of player that would like that would you would is going to hope to play in the NFL. I could see that being that I could see that certainly being the case. But one thing I will say is that. He uh, he's coming in here to play. He's coming here to play immediately, and guys like that—that's just the way that it goes. So we'll certainly keep an eye on him as well. But if he were to be in the NFL in a year, I don't think that that would surprise anybody in the least. Now, at the other position then is Tatora McMillan. T Mac is the highest-rated wide receiver to ever sign with the U of A. and you can see why just by watching his film for a few minutes. He's about six foot five. 210 pounds, he immediately becomes the best jump ball target since Jerron Kreiner was on campus. And that's saying a lot because Jerron Kreiner is probably one of the best wide receivers in school history. But McMillan figures to, and this is just a guess, probably catches for about 50 catches, 700 yards, eight or nine touchdowns that first year. But again, when you're six foot four, when you got the kind of ball skills that he does on the, uh, when you got the kind of ball skills that he does on the perimeter, 
you're going to utilize that kid. He's another player, projects as an NFL guy. Not sure what kind of speed he has, but he should be one of the better wide receivers to ever play at the U of A. And I would expect that impact to become uh, apparent fairly quickly because he, again, he's got that type of ability. All right, now some of the other guys that you certainly need to keep an eye on because, again, this is a loaded wide receiver unit right here. Keep an eye on Kevin Green. He's a USC decommit. And generally, USC decommits are probably pretty talented. He showed up and he flashed all throughout spring ball. And he carried that over into the game. He carried that over, excuse me, into into the uh, into camp. He showed, uh, I think he showed the ability to be able to really make some nice plays out there. Really be able to get open underneath and he makes some guys miss, and then before long, he's taken that one to the house. I don't know what kind of statistical impact he'll have this year, but I would expect him to have a good, or ha- expect him to have a solid freshman year, and to be one of the stalwarts of that off that uh, wide receiver unit for the foreseeable future. I think that he's he's that type of guy. A couple other guys to obviously keep an eye on: AJ Jones, ex UCLA commit. He's six foot three, three hundred, or excuse me, six foot four. About 210 pounds, but he certainly looks bigger than that. And, you know, people joke about how tall really is A.J. Jones. It's kind of like the Where's Waldo thing, how tall really is somebody. And But A.J. Jones looks big. A.J. Jones looks really big. And who knows, maybe it's not this year that he emerges, but there's going to be a time and a place where he's going to emerge and he's going to be that guy. So certainly a guy that you need to keep an eye on right there as well. And then one other player... R.J. Luke, Speedy Luke. He's out of uh, St. John's Bosco, 5'8", 180, can play a little running back, can play a little bit of wide receiver, can pretty much play all over the field. He is where, uh, he's pretty much where Arizona, uh, the future is going. Jet Fish has talked about wanting guys like him, and Speedy Luke is certainly one of those players. He can break it. He can do all kinds of different stuff. So again, it's certainly a guy to keep an eye on right there. Okay. Now, one other thing, too, if you want to bet on Arizona, because the line right now is at two and a half, if you want to bet on Arizona, you can go to Bet Online Sportsbook. Now, here's the deal with Bet Online Sportsbook. It's been around forever, it's easy to navigate, and it's not going anywhere. People know what the deal is with it. Hop on the Bet Online Sportsbook, get your bets in. Again, I do think that Arizona is going to have more than two and a half wins this year, so take that one for what it's worth. But that's where you want to go. You want to go on there, the Bet Online Sportsbook. They've got everything from props to futures to all kinds of stuff. That's where uh, that's where you want to be. The Bet Online Sportsbook. Check it out. We will be right back with you. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now moving on to a couple other positions right here of interest to. The University of uh, Arizona, obviously, and the football program. The offensive line and the tight end position. We hear how all the coaches always say, we're going to use the tight end this year and it never happens. And we're going to use the tight end this year and it never happens. We'll see, but I am of the opinion that Arizona will probably use the tight end this year, mainly because you've got the most talented one that stepped foot on campus here since Rob Gronkowski in Kean Burnett. Now, Kean Burnett's... Uh, Kind of your typical guy. He was another USC dec- or a USC commit. Father Chester Burnett was a great player at the University of Arizona. 
and obviously signed off on his kid coming to play at the U of A. Bert Chester, or, uh, Kean Burnett's about six foot four. 235 pounds, really well put together. If he can get the blocking aspect down, he's going to be a problem for teams out there because he's huge. He is a big dude. And he showed that during spring camp that, you know, he was able to box people out and get get basically where he wanted out there. One thing that I will say is that if you're watching him and you're, you're saying to yourself, is that a wide receiver? Is that a tight end? That's a good thing because he moves like a wide receiver. That's how talented he is. That's the kind of guy that he is. I would imagine that at some point during the seasons, he becomes your starter and he's going to be a starter for as long as he's at the U of A. He's got that type of talent. Um, you got some other guys in the picture, obviously, but that's the one, that's the overwhelming player right there that you want to keep an eye on. So let's, I'll tell you what, let's take a quick break. And then we'll come back and we're going to wrap up with the offensive line and what exactly that means. You're listening to the Locked On Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now, the offensive line, you could this you could look at it at glasses half full. You could look at it as glasses half empty. It's really your call, but it returns a great deal of experience from last year. And that starts at the tackle position with Peyton Fears at about six foot five. You know, 315 pounds, big-time dude. Uh, He's played pretty much every game here since he's been at the U of A. Arizona needs him to be an all-conference player or at least somebody that can guide the team, that can anchor that line right there. He, again, is a super, super talented player, another guy to keep a very, very close eye on. Now, you look at the other positions then. Across line, Jordan Morgan has gotten good reviews, but he's kind of, he's struggled so much that at times you look at and you're like, all right, I'll kind of believe this one when I see it. Local kid, you'd love to see him do well. We'll certainly keep an eye on that one as well. And then on the interior, you're looking at uh, probably one of the guard positions, you're going to have big Jonah Savanea. Now Jonah is assuming everything can transfer over into live action. Jonah will be a starter from day one till the time that he leaves here. A kid that probably got overlooked because of COVID in Hawaii, but massive kid, pile driver, can do everything that you really want from a kid like that. And uh, I think it was Jed Fish that said that you very rarely see guys that look like Jonah at uh, you know. 330 pounds that can carry it the way he is. He, If he turns out to be the best player in the class, I don't think that anybody would be in the least bit surprised. Again, he's got that type of talent. He's that type of dude. Um, now, Josh Baker, Josh Donovan, both talented guys. Um, both got some action last year. If they can stay healthy on the line, that would be a big, big boost for the U of A because I know that the coaching staff is counting on them. And the thing that you need to remember is after these five, there's definitely a precipitous draw off or drawdown in talent. So these guys, they all need to stay healthy. And if they stay healthy, then I think everything will probably work out the way that Arizona fans would like it to work out. Because again, this is a, this is a unit that 
is fairly cohesive, but you don't have a ton of uh, you don't have a ton on the other end there. So that's essentially where we are on the offensive side. Next show, we're going to break down the defense, where everything stands with the U of A when it comes on the defensive side. But again, this is going to be a better team than last year. I'm not sure how many wins it's going to be, but you can tell by looking at the offense, especially at those skill position plays, at the wide receiver, at the quarterback spot, those are the players, or the, these. this is a much better unit across the board. So we'll keep everybody up to date on that. We will be back with you tomorrow, breaking down the defense and everything you need to know there. But as always, thanks for listening to Locked On Wildcats.